Hi, and welcome to the Ballyhoo Bridge podcast. I'm your host, Heather, and I'm so glad you're here because I have a question for you. Do you ever feel stuck? Do you find yourself struggling to take the next steps in your business or even your life? Figuring out your next steps and having the courage to actually take them is the beginning of a road to self-discovery and healing. It's a journey that's uniquely yours that will uncover who you really are and help you show up as your true authentic self, not only in life, but in business. In this podcast, we'll talk about marketing and business and spirituality and mindset. We're breaking it all down so you can build the life you truly desire and deserve. We're going to explain the jargon, clear up some misconceptions, and discover we're not all so different. We'll bridge the gaps between what you think you know and what you think you don't. Let's dive in. Today's episode is actually a little bit hard for me. Um, I have some things I want to talk to you guys about, and quite frankly, I'm a little nervous. It's things I don't talk about a lot. It's things people don't really know about me. Some do, but it's a very small circle, and it's really hard for me to say this stuff out loud, but I also know that it's time, probably a little past time. Essentially, I'm coming out of the closet but maybe not in the way you would think. This is actually a spiritual closet that I think I've been hiding in for a little while. I think I've lived most of my life being different, but I kind of allowed people, probably family and friends, to sort of form me to what society expected of me. I was always a good girl. I followed the rules never really got into a lot of trouble, did what was expected of me. But I never really felt like I fit in. I always felt a little out of step. Most people sort of chalk this up to being creative. I had always been called a creative type, an artist type. I was always drawing and singing and doing all those kinds of things. So teachers, family, friends, everybody. Oh, she's an artist type. And artist types are always a little weird, right? So I guess it just kind of worked. She's artsy. She's weird. The thing is, though, I was also an athlete when I was growing up. So I sort of hung out with some of the popular kids in those athletic groups. But no matter how hard I tried, I never quite breached that inner circle. I always sort of straddled lines between these different cliques and different groups. I would sort of fit into several, but I was never all the way in the group, so to speak. And when I look back on it, I'm not sure how much of that was a lack of acceptance versus me not really feeling comfortable in one group. I think I've always kind of kept people at arm's length. There were probably some trust issues involved but also if I'm not close then they can't hurt me right the thing I noticed as I got older was that this is a pattern in my life I was always a little different I never really stayed at a job too long I'd get bored and I'd want to try something new so I'd move on 
No matter where I was, that sort of weirdness was still attributed to me being a creative type. I'd hear things like, well, we all know how you creative types are. Well, how are we exactly? Are we so different than what you consider normal that in order to explain me or to feel comfortable with me, you have to put a label on me? So I'm sure you can imagine that like any good girl, Throughout my career, I found myself conforming to whatever situation I was in, whatever that situation called for. If I was with a group of C-suite professionals, you better know I was on my professional game and I could speak their language. If I was with creative media type people, well, those are my people, that was actually really easy and I could really relax with them and kind of nerd out. Sometimes you'd find yourself with a group of good old boys. I am in the South talking hunting and guns. Well, I'm actually a pretty dead eye shot. So what you got? But if you ask me where I really fit in, I I didn't know. I mean, I liked a lot of those things. I checked a lot of different boxes. Was I supposed to be in all of the groups? Was I supposed to pick one? Was it all or nothing? I, I really can't figure this out. I just don't know. I know I can straddle the lines and I can make small talk with the best of them. I'm not really sure when I started noticing the rest of it, the um, the other things in my life, hearing things, uh, seeing things that other people didn't, knowing things before they happened. I started realizing that my emotions would change on a dime, but I actually felt sort of disconnected from that emotion. Turns out I was picking up on other people's emotions and they weren't my own, which is why I felt kind of disconnected from it. I was actually an adult, really, not that many years ago when I realized why I hate being in crowds so much. I would have full-on panic attacks. It was just too many emotions for me and I'm trying to process it and I just can't. And so my mind would literally overload and my sweet, sweet husband, he doesn't fully understand all this but he believes it's real and he knows it's an issue for me so there are times when he has just become my protector in those crowds he'll look at me and I'm almost nonverbal from the anxiety and he knows what questions to ask me so that he knows what to do and then he has become a human shield at times to get me out of those situations so that I can do what I need to do to take care of myself I've even had him in instances where I knew a presence was around me that maybe I wasn't quite sure of. And he would come beside me, maybe take my hand or something sort of with a physical touch so that I knew he was there and he was connected to me. And he would say, don't worry, I I won't let it take you. I've got you. And I just, I can't tell you how much that meant to me and how safe that's made me feel. Then this other life that I've been sort of straddling all these years was starting to present itself and much more strongly and much more often. And the problem was I didn't understand it or really understand what was happening. Then, in what I believe was divine intervention, because I don't believe in coincidence, I took a class and I met the most amazing women and some of them were just like me. They talked about how they could read people and the things they had seen and the people they had seen. 
Y'all, I was absolutely giddy. I finally felt normal with these people. And it was in a realm that much of society deems far from normal. But why does it scare them? Is it the conditioning that we've all been raised with? Let's face it. Was it like the artist thing that when people don't understand it, they have to give it a label that works for them and that makes them feel comfortable? I mean, all of that's been true for me at one time or another. The words and terminology these women used at times gave me pause. I was like, wait a minute. I've been told all my life that this is wrong. So then starts the war going on inside my head between what I've been taught and what I was drawn to. The war between what I was taught and this place where I finally felt home and accepted. I decided to work with these people and discover and learn all I could. After all, someone finally understood me. So I worked and I developed and I learned. And all those things I had seen and heard and felt all my life finally had a name and they started to make sense. I finally started to understand these gifts. Yes, I said gifts that I've been given. I even started to help people with those gifts. As comfortable as I felt, I still had a big struggle. I mean, was I a witch? I've actually had people ask me that. Some out of curiosity. I think they genuinely wanted to know. I said something and they went, Oh, are you a witch? And then I've had other people, What are you, some kind of witch? And I don't know why. Is it because, again, they were uncomfortable? And they felt like they had to put a label on me? So that they felt more comfortable? And again, I'm a Christian. And based on everything I've been taught all my life, this is wrong. But aren't there psychics in the Bible? People having visions and those types of things. But the Bible tends to portray those as demonic. So how does this work? I don't do these things on purpose. It's how I am. But according to the church, does that make me evil? And I, I struggle with that. How can helping people be evil? But I truly don't know how to reconcile some of these feelings. Every time I would do anything in this new spiritual world, the first thing out of my mouth, the immediate question I would ask was, how does God fit into this? Because I'm not giving him up. And every single time, without fail, I was shown how. And what I was shown is more powerful and all-encompassing than I had ever imagined. My connection, my relationship with God is stronger than it's ever been. I see him and truly know that God is the God of all things. But beyond that, all the things are connected. And sometimes I think so much so that I'm not sure our human minds 
can really grasp it. I'm not sure we can really put our minds around it completely. And maybe that's why we feel the need for this comfort and for all these labels. So here we are. I've reached a point where I don't want to straddle this line between these two worlds anymore. My friend Spring tells me all the time, you can't ride two horses with one butt. <laughs> and she's right. I need to accept who I am. I need to stop apologizing. I need to stop tempering my language to make other people feel more comfortable. And I'm not saying I'm going to be up in people's faces trying to make anyone uncomfortable. What I'm saying is I refuse to stop being me for someone else. I refuse to stop being me because of someone else's fear. So now kind of have to find my way through this journey and I have questions. I also have theories. I have theories about science and church and religion and hypocrisy and history and agendas and really just all the things. But I also need to find out who the real me is. And to do that, I want to explore all of it. When people ask me if I'm a witch, I'm actually not sure how to answer them. I'm not one based on societal norms or what society perceives a witch to be. Look, I'm aware that many of the things I've been discussing in this story bring up fear for a lot of people. And I think that's primarily because they don't understand it. And fear is probably the most common reaction when you don't understand something, especially something that has controversy attached to it. Fear plus societal conditioning leads to negative reactions, which leads to projecting your fears onto others, which is an easy leap in that equation. This is what I do know. I'm a Christian. I'm an intuitive. I'm empathic. I'm a psychic and I'm also a medium. I'm not really sure the rest of me needs a label. And if it does, I actually prefer teacher or healer. I've decided to embark on a journey to hopefully help that though. I want to educate people on what we woo people really do. I also want to explore the topics surrounding all this. I want to explore my theories and other people's theories and explore myths and just generally try to make sense of all this. I've decided to embark on a journey that hopefully will change all of that. I want to educate people. I want to educate people on what woo people really do. I want to explore all these topics that surrounds all this. I want to explore my theories. I want to explore other people's theories. I want to explore the myths. I just want to make sense of all of this and try to understand it. A couple of recent events have made it crystal clear to me. This is exactly where I'm supposed to be. This is the path I'm supposed to follow. I've never felt so aligned and so at peace with a new direction in my life. I'm just so tired of straddling those lines and living between these two worlds. I want to stop doing that and maybe I can even become a bridge 
between those two worlds. Some of these conversations may be really exciting to you. Some may make you feel really uncomfortable. My hope is that you don't allow that uncomfortable feeling to cause you to leave the table. This is a table where everyone's welcome. I want everyone around this table. And my hope is that love and respect and curiosity will outweigh the comfort concerns and that we can have real, sometimes hard, but honest conversations. And at the end of those conversations, we may disagree. We may be on polar opposite sides or we may learn something new. Maybe even something that changes our minds. The most important outcome, however, is that no matter what of those things may happen, we part those discussions a little wiser and with love and respect for each other. I hope you guys will join me on this new journey. I know it'll be interesting, probably even a little fun. I'm ready to stop straddling the lines in my life and be the real me all the time, no matter who that is or who I become as I grow. Who wants to join me? Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it helped you in some way. Make sure and like and rate and do all the things for our podcast. And of course, check out the show notes for links or any other important information. If you're looking for guidance in your journey, you can head over to my website, ballyhoobridge.com. There, you can choose a time for a free 30-minute clarity call. In the meantime, don't forget to take care of yourself. Until next time.